Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Charles Kelly, Money Tips, uh, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. So welcome, and hope you're having a great day and you had a good weekend. Now, a lot of people ask me uh, about saving. They say, well, you know, they're already doing a bit of property investment, they're already doing some sort of uh, more speculative type of investment and they're looking for somewhere safe to, to just put their money. And uh, I always say to them, well, you need to take financial advice and that, that's got to be, you know, uh, something that you should all be doing if, you, if you're looking for an overall advice package rather than just saying, uh, OK, um, put your money into this or put your money into that. And after all, I'm not your financial advisor as such so you know I can't say to you I know all about your circumstances therefore how can I really give you advice so I would recommend everyone gets independent advice so what I'm telling you here is is highlighting certain products uh, for pretty much for sort of entertainment purposes but not to give you financial advice I'm highlighting uh, various products and uh, you know it's up to you then to decide whether that's right for you or whether you, you want to uh, do do something else or, or take financial advice. Now, recently I talked about ISAs and we talked about the Help to Buy ISA, which ended on the 30th of November. Now, that was designed to help first-time buyers uh, with a deposit. The government were given a 25% bonus. Now, that has gone, and I gave several warnings to people to take that out. But there is an alternative, and that's called a lifetime ISA, or a, or it could be a LISA, LISA, lifetime ISA, lifetime ISA. Now, obviously, this pertains to people in the UK only, and uh, it, it could be a good alternative for you if you qualify. Now, this is uh, has some more restrictions. It is for people between 18 and 40, so I think I just about missed that one out, yeah? So <laughs> I just, just, just didn't qualify for that by a year or so. And it's to save for your first home or for retirement. So it's a bit more flexible in that way, but it, it, it is more restrictive on the age. And that's been available since 2017. Now, I'd imagine a lot of people are not even aware of this. They certainly haven't sold that many of them. But it, it does give you a, a bonus worth 25% of what you pay in up to a maximum of £4,000 a year. So you, you, uh, you can use it to buy your home uh, at worth up to £450,000 anywhere in, in the UK. Now, that, that's a pretty good deal, really. Um, but you could say, well, should I should I take a pension instead? And, and that's something you, you need to sort of talk to your, your financial advisor about uh, because, you know, it, it, it's, it's almost like saying, well, here's, you put in your, your 4000 a year, we'll give you a bonus. Uh, so if you put in 4000 a year, they'll give you a bonus of £1,000. But then a pension scheme would give you a similar kind of bonus. Um, the ISA then would be invested into a deposit type of account. So uh, it, it is for a safe investor. It's, it's very safe and secure. It's, it's only as safe as the bank you're putting into. And the amount you, you, you pay in is also linked to your annual 
ISA allowance, which the maximum is 20,000 for 2019-20. And, uh, you know, you can open a lifetime ISA as a cash ISA, a stocks and shares ISA, or an innovative finance ISA in any tax year. Now, the innovative finance ISA is what we talked about, these kind of mini bonds, where you're basically lending your money to a company uh, and, and that therefore carries a greater degree of risk, as does a stocks and shares ISA, where your money is invested into the stock market. So that obviously create, um, is a, has a greater degree of risk than, say, a cash ISA, which is just going into a savings account and paying you interest. So you've got to look at the overall package of these things. Um, I talked about the the uh, innovative finance ISA last week that some companies had lost money on these. Uh, some some investors had lost money. Twelve thousand investors had lost money when one company went bust. So you're 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 not um, comparing eggs with eggs if you're just looking at say a cash ISA, a stocks and shares ISA, and uh, uh, an innovative finance ISA. Now one will offer you a higher rate, so they'll say, "Well, we'll give you ten percent." Whereas a cash ISA might be only giving you one or two percent, but it's not the same thing because the innovative finance, innovative finance ISA or the mini bond type of ISA uh, is 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 a riskier product. And it, it if that loan that you're making to that company goes bad, then you lose all your money. Whereas the chances of a bank going down are, you know, minimal compared to uh, losing money by lending money to a company that you know is not even covered by the F financial conduct authority guarantee and the fca is looking into this and they say that these should not be marketed to anyone who is not a sophisticated investor and similarly with stocks and shares you would be investing into a, a a share or a managed fund investing in shares so that can go up or down uh, depending on the market so you, you this is where i think you need financial advice but obviously you can go into a, a bank and get and get the all of the uh, information and make a decision yourself. Um, so, so the lifetime ISA is still a good product if you are between age age eighteen and forty. Uh, you're a resident of uh, resident or a crown servant, for example, a member of the armed forces serving abroad, who would obviously not be a resident at that moment. And you continue can continue paying into your lifetime ISA up until the age of fifty, and it can be used. Um, to you can use it to buy a home um, but there are a few restrictions in in you need to keep in mind only first-time buyers can use the lifetime ISA to buy the first to buy a home that means that you can't own or have owned a home in the UK or anywhere else in the world before so you really are genuinely a first-time buyer and you'll need to be buying your home for no more than four hundred and fifty thousand pounds so that might be difficult in London say um, but you uh, and you're using it, you must use it as a traditional repayment mortgage and you must be buying a home that you plan to live in. It's not for a, a buy to let. Um, so help to buy ISAs. If you're thinking of one, I suggest you go and talk to your bank or your financial advisor. Um, help to buy ISAs. Uh, the, the old help to buy ISA, sorry, the, the old help to buy ISA is gone now. Uh, so that's that's finished. But the, the lifetime ISA can also be used for retirement. So that, that's just I'm just telling you about a product now that, that might be of interest. You'll get your 25 percent bonus. 
Um, so it's a good way of saving if you're between the age of 18 and 40 and you're saving for your retirement or you're saving to buy a home. Uh, obviously, if you die, the money will come back. Um, and, you know, as I said, just just get get financial advice uh, so that you're you're uh, making sure that you're doing the right thing for yourself. I think everybody should be saving in one way or another, either for pensions or, or through ISAs. ISAs are a good way of saving if you're in the UK. You can save up to £20,000 a year. And the, the benefit of that is that the money is tax-free, so the interest is not taxed. So it, it is a good way of saving in general. So everyone should be really using their maximum allowance into to ISAs or individual savings accounts anyway. Uh, so so that's, that's my, my tip of the day, really, is to get financial advice and look at ISAs as a way of saving in a tax-free environment and uh you know it's a good way of putting a bit of money aside and if you keep putting that money in each year you'll soon have a large fund that will be in your isa that will be tax free so it's uh, and unlike pensions when you take the money out you're not taxed on it which which you are with with a pension scheme so it might sound a bit complicated and this is why you need to take financial advice i'm not here to give you financial advice this is for your entertainment purposes only um and you know that that's why I, I don't know about your particular financial situation, your your particular uh, needs and and uh, what what you're doing with your money. That's why you you need to see a financial advisor. I would suggest at least once a year you should be reviewing all your finances at least once a year. Now, when I was when I was giving financial advice when I was registered, um, you know there were more financial advisors around. Now there's less. It's perhaps more difficult to to get financial advice. It's certainly more difficult to get financial advice for free um, and you, you may have to pay a fee to an advisor to look at your situation because really why should they spend hours with you and hours analyzing your financial situation you say thanks very much I'm going to go off and buy the product myself down the road so many of them will charge you a fee um, now there's a difference between financial advisors between someone who's completely independent and someone who's tied to an insurance company or a bank that is only selling particular certain products on behalf of that bank they would declare that at the at the outset but i certainly think there's a need for it nowadays uh, because the, the market is quite complicated there's a lot of complicated products out there and you know you, you should be reviewing your situations and and deciding what you're going to do with your money this is why i wrote the book yes money can buy you you, you happiness because uh, if you're managing your money correctly and you're making the right savings, you're making the right investment decisions, you will be more happier than if you're in debt, if you're mismanaging your money, just spending every penny that you make. So that that's why I say money can buy you happiness if it's used in, in the right way. So make sure you're uh, reviewing your finances each year, that you're you're looking at what you're doing with the money, you know what's coming in and what's going out, and you're not spending every penny that you earn. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in on uh, uh, Facebook Live. Hi to, to a couple of people there, Alona, Rhoda and, and everyone else there. Uh, it's great to see you all. And uh, I hope you have a good day, good evening. And I'll be back to, to speak to you again tomorrow. This is Charles Kelly, bringing you money tips. So if you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 